a mean age. But it is going to be a beautiful future as long as we don't fuck it up. I'm Brian McWilliams, and this is Mean Age Daydream, where I bring you unfiltered comedy, criticism, philosophy, and politics with a Mean Age Daydream. Welcome, everybody, to Mean Age Daydream. There's confused looks on the face of at least New- John Odermatt, who is New joining intro. me today. New intro. New yeah, intro there. Yeah. yeah. I, I think I, I just recorded before we jumped on here. I probably will take out the uh, the part where I say fucking. I don't want that at the start of every episode. But for this one, it's fine. <laughs> immediately, it's uh, censored or whatever. It marked explicit immediately. <laughs> Shadow banned right away. Yeah, I don't know, man. I was I was thinking about it. My old intro, I mean, I liked it, but I was like, I, the more I did the show, I'm like, I don't know. It just doesn't have the feel. It's a little, I don't know. It was a little too jazzy, like... Hey, come on in, pull up a coffee. And I like, I think this one's a little bit more pull up a coffee. Come on in, pull up a coffee coffee. and uh, sit in. What the fuck is this guy talking about? Uh, It's a mean age daydream. Whatever (laughs) I goddamn want to talk about. That's what I'm I'm creating catchphrases, Rico. You're welcome. You're part of history here. And he's left. (laughs) Rico (laughs) is like, no one tells me to pull up a coffee. (laughs) Rico doesn't drink coffee, though. That's a true fact. That's unbelievable. Wow. Whenever I meet somebody who doesn't drink coffee, I get very suspicious. It's like when you meet someone who doesn't drink. It's like, what, yeah. what's the other part of this story? So I understand if you're an alcoholic, I get it. But if you're just someone who chooses not to drink at all, I know. what's happening here? Well, it, by the way, Odie, I don't know if you saw, I just ordered two pounds of your run-your-mouth whiskey barrel coffee. I did see that. Yes. Thank yeah. you for your order. Yeah. And yet, no thank you text. Odie Never has a again. coffee? What? Yeah, not that you know. We were just saying it's suspicious you don't drink coffee because you obviously have the palate. I mean, Rico, if, if for those who don't know, Rico has the palate of a 14 year old child. Maybe not even a 12 year old child. Why? Why do you say that? Plenty of 14 year olds drink coffee. Like, you don't like coffee. You don't like exotic foods. You know? <laughs> uh, I eat eggs every day. I eat a salad every day, and I eat vegetable, a ton of vegetables every day. Does that sound right, like so you the have the palate, palate of yeah? Of uh, you have the palate of really? a poor, you know, a a poor twelve-year-old child. Fourteen-year-old kids <laughs> eat a lot of vegetables. They eat raw yeah, poor, celery. Yeah, and yeah poor kids. Yeah, poor kids in the no, jungle. Poor Rico. kids no. don't eat a poor child's jungle vegetables. Are not, yeah, yeah. Vegetables like more expensive than dirt. food in like a box. What are you talking about? Poor kids eat hot dogs and mac and cheese, and I love hot dogs. I don't know That's what, what my kid cereal. eats because she she won't eat anything else. We try to convince, we try to sneak stuff in, and she's she like sniffs it out like a dog, spits anything healthy on the floor. She's like only processed foods. Pour the cheese powder directly yeah. in my mouth. Cut it up with a razor, Dad. You don't see food stamps stamps being spent on fresh, uh, wholesome food. It's all food in a box or a bag, bro. Uh, mm-hmm. It's all spent on alcohol and cigarettes. That's what food stamps actually get to. Thank, thank God that. for that. Yeah. <laughs> all right, well, welcome to Mean Age Daydream, everybody. Very special episode today. We've got uh, special guests here. John Odermatt, of course, my fellow Lion of Liberty here and uh, host of the Finding Freedom Monday show on the network. And also our exceptionally talented legal counsel, the one and the only Rico is also here to join us. Gentlemen, welcome. Yeah, I'm confused. Like you, you asked me to. You didn't ask. You're like, when are we doing this podcast? I, like, I asked I you guys remember to do agreeing it. Agreeing or wanting to one <laughs> watch, watch 
Quantum, Quantum Leap, Leap reboot or to talk about it. But I you're just like, yeah, what are we doing? It? Of Brian mentioning something about Quantum Leap and us acknowledging what he said. And then all of a sudden we're doing a podcast. I, I don't know. I, what, I literally said, I, I want to do a Quantum Leap what podcast about it talking about the show because it was we were talking about it on degenerate gamblers which is our gambling and storytelling show behind the patreon paywall patreon.com forward slash lions of liberty or lions of liberty dot locals.com uh, and also we have a rumble channel now linked to our locals so check that out but yeah i mentioned it and i was like i don't understand how this show will be able to exist it's got an asian lead character now because i i guess they they couldn't get original sam beckett uh i'm blanking on his name the uh Scott Bakula. And that's a, like a question about the show. We'll get into it when we talk about it. So it's an Asian dude who's jumping around into all of these different characters, but you know, he's going to be in different people of different skin colors. So I'm like, how is this going to work in our woke world? And that was kind of the concept for talking about the re the new reboot. So I was like, why not the show? It's not all politics here all the time. We get a little culture stuff. You guys well, didn't have culture politics. You can't have culture or, yeah, but or would this guy versa. just have an randomly have an androgynous like best friend? Oh, that was well. It, well, you well. Hold on, I want to get into that because yes, <laughs> that was funny. Within one minute, it's like, and there's the non-binary. But we'll we'll get into that in a minute because before we get into actual quantum leap talk, I wanted to talk to you guys about this breaking story, which I don't know if you saw or not from a couple of days ago about the judge ordering the uh, judge ordering the FBI to produce information from Seth Rich's laptop. Seth Rich, who of oh, course yeah, is the Democrat uh, operative employee. He worked for the DNC who was found murdered in a quote unquote robbery, wherein they took none of his belongings, not, didn't touch his wallet, shot him in the back and then left everything of value on him yet was claimed to be a robbery. And this is after it was linked or he was rumored to be linked to the emails from the DNC that were leaked about Hillary Clinton and uh, it kind of exposing her, her shittiness and Podesta and all that good stuff, which they claim was a hack by the Russians. Of course, we know that is also not true. So it's interesting to see that now Seth Rich's laptop information has been ordered to be released and not by some government investigation, but just to some guy. <laughs> Some well, dude. the Freedom of Information <laughs> Re Act request, I believe, wasn't it like Judicial Watch who filed it initially? From what I, I read, I think it was, you know, whether it was Judicial Watch or something, it, it was a Freedom of Information request. Yeah. And then FBI is like, yeah, no, we don't got anything. What are you talking about? <laughs> and judges like they went through the, the back and forth and, judges, and they're like, oh, well, yeah, we, we do have like. 17,000 pages of documents, <laughs> but, uh, you know, like, you don't want to see that. Some. It's like, uh, wait well, a the minute. Reason, you the just reason. said you didn't have anything. It's such a fucking joke. Uh, and, well, and the reasoning too, when they're like, here's why, because the privacy of the family, and you're like, what does the privacy of the family yeah. have to do with, with released DNC murder investigate? Yeah. You know, we're not going to investigate this murder out of sensitivity to the victim's family. Let's <laughs> see how that goes. It's the yeah, opposite well, that, of every movie you've seen where the family goes out for justice. It's the opposite of, of like, what's those movies with uh, Charles Bronson where it's like, oh, uh, de yeah, dead guy, dead watch. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, the family doesn't want to get implicated in this somehow and get murdered by Hillary Clinton. 
That's true. Cover well, the. They don't have the laptop. I, I I don't know that they're they're really involved. It's just such a joke that the uh, these government agencies can just lie with impunity. Nope. Like they lie to um, judges and the court mm-hmm. constantly, just blatant lies. No one gets in trouble. Not even a suggestion that anyone should have any kind of repercussion for lying. But if you were to lie to them, when you're not mm. under oath, you're you're arrested or misremember. Not even intentionally lying. Just hey, get a date wrong. Yeah, yeah. You, like oh, I, I remember I buying milk. What was the expiration date on that milk? October seventeenth. I don't really remember. Uh turns out no. the expiration it's, date on I that think gallon it's even of milk. Worse <laughs> with like Michael Flynn. They're like, so you had a call with this guy. And you talked about this, right? He's like, <laughs> yeah, I, I guess so. Yeah. He's like, no, aha, you talked about that. I'm like, what? <laughs> you didn't talk about that. You didn't well, discuss like, gardening that, tools. You discussed uh, hedgehog sex. That's how they got Martha Stewart. Like, a lot of people think Martha Stewart was uh, convicted of insider trading. No, she was convicted of lying about insider trading that she didn't do because she thought that she was like admitting to it and was was helping herself just ridiculous well and remember if she had tried to do anything uh else you know it would be considered obstruction of justice which we Mm -hmm. also know is a a fantastic phrase for trying to figure out how to keep yourself out of prison whether or not you're guilty or innocent (laughs) but if you're innocent trying to keep yourself out of of prison that is obstruction of justice (laughs) so before we were on i was talking about my law clerk days I I may have mentioned this. There was a client who was in the same federal, it was in West Virginia with Martha Stewart. So she kind of had like, uh, you know, intermittent contact with her. Mm. So she was trying to pitch us, like me and my boss, that she was going to write her memoirs. (laughs) This fucking She was going to write Martha Stewart's memoirs or her own memoirs? her own memoirs (laughs) about her living with Martha Stewart. (laughs) I was like, what? No, one, no, no one's gonna buy this. No one. I don't can. know. Mar- Martha, a book titled Martha Behind Bars. Yeah, I don't know. I yeah. I listened to her podcast. Well, recording is probably a little harder. No, but I thought the the Seth Rich news, right? I, and I'm I'm curious to see what actually comes out from this, nothing. right? No, yeah, probably nothing. I would say if it was a, if it was tied into a government probe that somehow got the information that I would have full confidence, nothing would ever come of it. But the fact that it's just like people outside, like some dude with a request or a judicial watch that actually gives me hope that you could find something like they'll actually be able to get stuff. Judicial watch has gotten a good amount of information out. out of, They're like, not going to get any with Biden's kind laptop. Of they had good information out. But I mean, the thing it, is like, even if released. they get something out of it, like, and if it is, it'll be mostly everything will be redacted and it'll be something that you really won't even give you much. But even if they do, then, you know, the CNNs of the worlds and the cable news and all of the uh, you know big tech companies will just you know, not allow it to be Bury talked it. about. Well, for sure, they'll definitely say it's uh, some sort of disinformation campaign. But I was just thinking with the Seth Rich news, right? Guy ends up dead, murdered. We're talking about Quantum Leap, and in the first episode of the new reboot, which I'll play the trailers for the new one and the original, by the way, before we go into it proper. But in the first episode of the reboot. He jumps back in time, and he's got to save a guy from being what? Shot. 
Wouldn't it be fantastic if he quantum leaped back into Seth Rich's time and his job was to stop Seth Rich from being murdered by Hillary Clinton? I think you should write that <laughs> script. Should that be the next Do Nothing Man episode? You write that script, uh, send it to NBC, and see if they respond. Whoops. Put someone oh, else. On the, they're on the phone right now. <laughs> they're, they're watching. They're live watching. This is a fantastic idea. Like, what's going to happen is I'm going to write the script, send it to NBC. They're going to be like, yeah, we want you to come in and meet with executives. And then I'll sit down in a room. They'll come <laughs> in behind dead. me and, and shoot dead. me in the back of the head. Yeah, exactly. And I'll be like, I need somebody to quantum leap save me now. <laughs> Scott Bakula. <laughs> Was that like a, a call center phone or are you like? Operating, a, it sounded like a landline, yeah, like traditional seriously. ringer. I haven't heard a uh, phone ring like that in years. It, it is, man. No, I've got an, I have an IS ba- or internet based ISL internet service line physical handset phone because for my job it's easier than doing it all on my my phone and I can it's like a business expense. I just write it off, but it's actually nice to have it because I can just do speakerphone, I can conference call and all that shit. Um, so I have that phone on my desk and the old school, like out of the <laughs> office, which is annoying because if I'm watching episodes of The Office ever. The phones <laughs> ring on the show, and I jump up <laughs> like it's my. Who phone. is it? Keep calling me. Keep it's hanging a, up. I, I can hear you breathing. Yeah. So anyway, Quantum Seth Rich is the name of this episode. Uh, <laughs> so let me play the original trailer and the original show. We'll talk about because um, it was awesome. But did you guys ever watch the original show? Have you seen any of the original Quantum Leap? I did. I, I don't remember episodes. it hardly at all, but I yeah. definitely watched it. Yeah, it's, I, I watched I'm the it, same. It, they rerun it on like Comet Network or something. So I, I've seen it somewhat recently where I was like, oh, shit. All right. All right. So here's the original Quantum Leap. Death is a doorway. We shed one skin and put on another and leap. Of course it's me. You think I'm gonna let you go through this alone? It was easier to write theme songs back in the day. City man, you figure it out. Now, I used to be a doctor. I can't help him die. I bled him till the snow turned red. He looked like you. What is wrong with me? I spend half the time saying I'm sorry, and the rest of the time cleaning up my mistakes. Why are you here? Yeah. You can't lose sight of your own happiness. What if there's nothing beyond the door? Then I would fight to hang on to this skin as hard as I could. So it's him going through. He's, he does a lot of making out with random broads through history. You know what's great about I'm 80s um, actors is... They could have been 22 in real life. They could have been 50 and they Oops. looked the exact same. <laughs> no idea. You know, like totally. those old composite pictures at our fraternity. You're like yeah. this motherfucker looks like he's older than I am now. Yeah. Back then, <laughs> like their ridiculous hair yeah. and their it's always the glass they giant noses somehow. <laughs> they like, did have bigger <laughs> noses back then. What was with the genetics? It was way more British influence. Now it's been sp- it's been smoothed out. Maybe it was so like polluted, they needed to grow bigger noses to actually sort through the pollution to get they, the, they just, the, the scent. They just the thing about the '80s. Remember that was like the prime cocaine time too. So it's probably just all their noses are puffed out from doing too much blow. 
All right, so now that was the original trailer, it's, and it's Scott Bakula going through time. He had this zany sidekick, which is like a hologram, which is the same thing now, but it was like this smart, wise, cracking hologram guy. Uh, it was pretty funny. He had like you know good zingers in there, his comedic relief, and the show was very lighthearted. It didn't take itself seriously. It was funny. What was his name on the original, the, the, the hologram sidekick guy? I'm oh, trying to remember question. that. Watching uh, it was something real stupid. Quantum <laughs> Leap Hologram name. <laughs> Rear Admiral Al- Albert Al Al. Al. That's his name. Something, Al. something real stupid. What a, what a fucking what? dumbass name Al is. Yeah, idiots. <laughs> All right, so that was the original. Now here is the new trailer, and we'll uh, we'll see the difference, and then we'll talk, and then we can jump right in. All right, so here we go. Loading up crap in a computer. The adventure of all time. Bigger than anything you can imagine. So this time, it's an Asian dude. And he's a scientist. And he leaps back in time into a white criminal's body in this uh, pilot trailer. How did I get here? 1985. This can't be right. Ben! We've been trying to find you for hours. Do I know you? You don't remember me. I don't remember anything. He remembers. He's just like, I made a bad choice. He's like, I need a chick with a smaller jaw. I'll explain everything later. Just get in the van. What do I do? What do you do? You're the getaway man. Get us away, man. You can do this, all right? Put it in first and punch him. Let's go. Of course, it had both times. He, he leaps at these people with no idea where, you know, what they're doing, what time it is. He has to figure it out. That's part of the I'd premise like of the show. I like that slower explanation now. Your name is Dr. Ben Song. You're from the year 2022. You are the lead physicist on a top secret project called Quantum Leap. You're a time traveler. I'm Addison Augustine. We're... We work together. We'll talk about this. I Obviously, hate this fucking time traveling too. to other people, so beam me up. It's not that simple. You leap into people to help them or someone around them, changing history for the better. No matter what happens, ben, look out! I am going to be with you every step of the way until we get you home. How about that? You just, now you just have this nagging woman with you all the time. Anyway, that's good enough. I'll be with you throughout history. So I, oh, great. <laughs> I just realized I watched episode two, not the uh, not episode one. Oh, you did? So, yeah. I didn't even know there were two. <laughs> I, didn't th- I, I, I will I, not be watching episode two. No, I will not either. Well, in episode Neither one, Odie. I won't be watching well, episode I guess one. You can, <laughs> you can fill us in. We just need a different person to watch every episode. We're well on our way. That would be the worst quantum leap. He just keeps quantum leaping back into different people watching the own, these episodes of his own shitty show. He's like, no. All right. So it's picking up where the first one left off, right? The original, which is weird, right? Because they go back in the, in the first episode. He goes, well, we're going to go back. Dr. Sam Beckett, a.k.a. Scott Bakula, was lost in time, right? Because they're like, oh, we never. Is that how the show ended? That's that's what I was wondering. Did they not? Did they just like cancel it? And it's like, well, I swear I saw like the last episode and I didn't even really watch the show, but I thought I watched the last episode. But I don't really I guess remember. he didn't it make 25 it 25 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Because I was wondering the same thing. Like they're trying to find him. I, usually they would have a happy resolution. 
Um, well, I was wondering if like Scott Bakula would be on the show. Like, it seems like that's open-ended, right? It's, I think they, I was reading some article cause the reviews for this have not been kind. It has like a 43% really? on, on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> Shocking. Yeah. Um, and they're saying they're like, well, the only thing that could save this show would be Scott Bakula coming back. But right now I don't think there's any confirmation that's happening. So they now they're trying to find if they did a flashback, like basically they use like a hologram projection of him. Be like, hey, this here's here's his face, at least, guys, who enjoy the original. But with this new dude. And uh yeah, let's just talk. I mean, let's just talk about the characters. The main guy is Ben Song. He's the new time traveling dude. He's got, as Rico mentioned, um, within one minute, some like, I don't know, non-binary male Ellen DeGeneres sidekick. Yeah. Best friend sidekick. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Anything else to add to that? that oh, well, it's just like, oh, really? And and it was just the opening scene. I didn't think the show was terrible. The opening scene was just so dumb, though. Yeah. Like, it made me, if I wasn't watching for this, I would have just turned it off. Because the opening scene is, like, just this awkward encounter with terrible friend banter and then mm-hmm. the uh, androgynous dude is arguing like oh he's about to beat the shit out of the bartender and then they cut to the the scene he's like can you play this song like why can't you play? i'm like what yeah. where did you get this and then it's arguing for a stupid song and then the what the, the uh the love interest is not particularly compelling i'll say the it love that interest way sucks i i would say one of the things that makes me not want to watch any episode of this show ever again is the the love interest. Like I was saying, the guy Al, the original hologram in the first one, he was funny. It was comedic relief. It was like yeah. good, good banter between the two of them. Now they set this whole thing up with like, oh, well, they were in love and now she's the hologram. Okay, so you're telling me it's not going to be funny or entertaining. It's going to be bullshit, uh, which they did 18 times in the in the first episode of, well, I just love you. Oh, we're so what? We're special. It's like, why wouldn't she tell him that they emo- were emotional engaged? Yeah, I don't know. It was so weird. She's like, he's like, why do I trust you? She's like, uh, well, there, there's something you do. So, like, say you're engaged. What, what the fuck? Is since going I've on? seen episode two, there is something where like, she's not allowed to tell him about himself to like, get him to remember stuff. Like why? they were going to like pull her out of the hologram thing or whatever, whatever she's in. If she why? did that. I what I what I, I don't know reason. I, I had a hard time following it since I missed episode one. Apparently, I was Dude, wondering why it is. They just throw right into this. It's like what the hell is even going on here? <laughs> yeah, <it does. laughs> episode one only did a half good job of explaining it to begin with. By the way, oh, by the way, one thing that did even out uh, non-binary Ellen DeGeneres was uh, Winston Zeddemore looking great. Who's that? The, is that the black chick? Yeah, the black dude is uh, Winston from Ghostbusters. Really? Like, bla- wow. I'm blanking on his name. Ernie like Hudson? Yeah. I didn't know. I remember that was his name from Ghostbusters. Yeah, that's Ernie. That's Ernie. He looks good. I just figured it was the black chick with the short hair. It was no. called, or character was Winston <laughs> for some reason. No. You never know with fucking 2022 uh, programming. No, true. But yeah, the, the, the dynamic with his chick blows. She is... By the way, they wrote in lines that are supposed to be jokes and supposed to be funny for her, but she has zero charisma and zero comedic timing to pull so where it Where is she from? Like, why is she cast? Uh, I have no clue. 
I, I just, I just, I didn't think he was good either. Like the lead guy is a comedic actor. Like he was on a sitcom um, about like an Asian family that was quickly canceled because they said it was stereotypical yeah. towards Asians. Oh, it was yeah. funny with an all an Asian writer and all Asian cast. They're like, this, this is stereotypical. Is, this is her <laughs> second. This is her first like ever on her IMDb. She was in one short, like an eight minute V for vodka, whatever that is. And then this. How do you go from that to this? Must have I a healthy mouth know. on her. I think we know how that happens. Yeah, well. Yeah. <laughs> whose dad, whose daughter are you or lover are you? <laughs> Can you answer that for me? <laughs> yeah, well, first and last, enjoy your short time in Hollywood girl who cannot act and has no comedic timing. Yeah, this show is not going to make it past the season. That's uh, no. my prediction. Unless the bacula comes in. What if they offered him like a executive producer plus? I mean, that's the only way. The only Why would he not take it? Yeah, I'll be an executive producer. Just pay me like a couple hundred thousand a show and I'll, uh, you can put yeah. my name on it. But. Yeah. I mean, I, I would do it if I was bacula. I'm like, <laughs> it's, and you know what? Here's your, here's your promo. Quantum leaf back in bacula. Done. Instant <laughs> you know only, boost of 3 million viewers. He's only 67. I mean, he could, yeah, he's not that yeah. old. Well, again, so, he's yeah, one of those he guys, was, as Rico was saying, that y- you never know how old he is. He looks the exact was, same at 67 as he did at 35. Yeah, he was 35 when the show uh, started. I just <laughs> looked it up. Yeah. So, you know you know what made no sense is in the show, the uh, whatever the, the main character's name is, he jumps without telling anyone. Yeah. But he's jumping to save a guy who already died. So, right. like, what's the rush, pal? I mean, yeah. you could do this tomorrow. You could do it in five years. That's You're going back in time to a guy who's already dead. Like, you can do this at any fucking point in, in your life until you die. Yeah. So why did you do it now? It doesn't – no sense. That's the problem with scientists. They don't have the street smarts. They don't think that through. <laughs> right. like, I get, yeah, I'll, I'll go save that guy tomorrow. He's already dead. You know, <laughs> time machine is not going anywhere. Yeah, the practicality. <laughs> What's the but, difference? By the way, they never explain in either show. Like in this one, they also don't explain it. They're like, so he's like, so I, I have to leap back. And helping people throughout time makes me leap again. Why? They're like, man. How do they know that? He's never leaped. <laughs> yeah, before. how do they know that? <laughs> They're like, well, the other guy did it. And he's like, that, and, and, he, and oh, so he helped people and that got him home. They're like, well, no, <laughs> so maybe you don't know the how to get home because maybe you're supposed to double kill these help. people. You just have to help everyone in the history of the mankind who needs help. Maybe and he's supposed maybe- to be punishing these people. Have you thought about that twist? Maybe that's how you get home. Just go back and just start beating the living shit out of these people before they, uh, you know, before they die the regular way. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. I mean, yeah. what right. w- didn't work before won't work now, but yeah. you're the, you're the genius scientist. So uh, you tell me. Well, and also in episode one, so there's a couple of cop outs and I don't know. Would you let me know if they did this in episode two, but one thing he goes to help this dude. Who's like, yo, he's robbing a bank. And uh, it's very covered. First he robs a bank. Then he's going to blow up a restaurant. Then he's going to steal a diamond. Seems like a lot. If I'm being honest, maybe take the plan down a notch, but to save his kid, who's got, I don't know, cancer. And of course there's a, a side thing about the, the insurance company dropped her as soon as she got sick. Cause that, you know, that always happens. So he's got to pay for the bill. He should have brought one. her to 2022 and enrolled her in the affordable care act. Yeah. Bingo. Quantum yeah. leap. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that just makes quantum sense. Yeah. So 
he's this is why he's doing the shit. But there's one scene where he goes to like a bookie, pawnbroker, money shark guy that he owes something or other to. And they do this massive cop out move where guy from Quantum Leap, even though she can't his his wife hologram can't tell him shit about his own life, but can give him all the information to use on future people's outcomes to solve yeah. these problems. So I'm like, okay, so then this is just a huge cop out. Cause he doesn't have to solve any problems. Cause he knows everything's going to happen. And he knows everything about like, he's like, Hey, I have leverage. I Cause I know about your Cayman bank accounts that you get arrested for in two years. It's like, okay. So that's what number one, huge leverage. And number two, he saves this one dude from getting shot, but at the same time now has kept a, uh, a violent pawnbroking loan shark with illegal offshore bank accounts from going to prison by telling him about his bank accounts that he's going to get arrested for. So is he doing more good or harm here by keeping this guy out of prison so he can now well, loan shark you and know, murder far more people? I, I think Odie should be able to take that one as a uh, person who hosts a... a a podcast about people being incarcerated for nonviolent felonies. Is it a crime is, and should they do time? Tax evasion? I think, I think he's making the world a better place by uh, giving that man a heads up and letting him be on his way. <laughs> Even if he ends up killing eight more people uh, after this, you know, it depends. Maybe it was self-defense. I mean, this but isn't pre-crime. So I, I, you know, we can't arrest him now for possible crimes. My thing that would with be the a- show is, and I, I don't know if episode one was like this, but it is, it's so incredibly predictable. Like in episode yeah. two, he's in, he leaps into, into space. He's on a spaceship and there's, there's a guy that's. Does he stop the Apollo, uh, whatever from blowing up? Does he save those lady? Oscars? No, it's, it, it's a, some, some different mission, but so they figure out the, the, like, they don't know how, how the, the guy dies in the spaceship. So they got to look it up in, you know, secret government records, how he dies and, it turns out he's on a spacewalk and he gets hit with debris. And uh, so it's like, oh, okay. I just got to make sure not to go on a spacewalk. Five <laughs> seconds later, we need you to go on a spacewalk. It's, like, <laughs> it's just like, can we have a little, a little more suspense building well, here? Be- can't say no. Yeah, just be like, look, I got space diarrhea. I'm not going to come out of the bathroom <laughs> until we go back down to Earth. <laughs> Done. It's life, life saved. <laughs> yeah, it's they're all, I mean, they're all very kind of cheesy, easy, you know, that way. Um, did it, was the second episode, did it, did it have any joy in it? Cause I found like the original was very much cognizant of the fact that it was a ridiculous premise and that they were just like, whatever, we're just going to have fun with this stupid idea. This, at least the pilot episode, it was not fun. It was a joyless slog and they did not like, they took it so self-seriously that it just took the fun out of it. Did they have any more fun in episode two? No. That's a good way to put it. There's, there's zero joy. There's nothing no. funny. Um, yeah, it's it's a terrible show. Well, what I was thinking might happen since the chick won't tell him that they're engaged, but she's gonna be a hologram. Mm-hmm. She's gonna he's gonna be like, well, I guess I'm single. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna you know try to plow my way through the eighties. It's gonna exactly <laughs> like, like I saw I saw what Scott Bakula did. So <laughs> Scott Bakula was spreading his Bakula batter throughout time. Stop <laughs> me, exactly. and Drew. Yeah, to his credit, when he, she eventually does tell him, you're like, well, guess we were on a break. It's gonna be like Ross and Rachel on Friends. It's gonna be a quantum leap. <laughs> we were on a break. I didn't. I was back in the nineties. You can't be mad at me. <laughs> it all worked out well for them. So yeah, they got hope. Uh, uh, I'll tell you another thing I did uh, at least 
appreciate in the show uh, that they did try to normalize mushrooms. Uh, in the first episode, uh, non-binary Ellen was at some point talking to Ernie Hudson and they're talking about the experience of like watching this, you know, it's a time travel thing and blah, blah. He's like, I feel like I'm on a mushroom trip. And I was like, yeah, all right. Let's normalize yeah. talking about tripping on shrooms on uh, on TV. That I could get behind. That was a plus. Yeah, I'm one redeeming plot, I guess, along yeah. with the uh, the tax evasion. Yeah, so. tax evasion. <laughs> we got Solid two points. Theme. Yeah. So this is Odie, a libertarian tell- show. I can't believe it. <laughs> it came around. Also, one one note I thought about the uh, and again, it wasn't it, it, his non-binary best friend is is definitely woke on on the woke side of things. I did like that the gang, the criminal gang in the first episode was also like the United Colors of Benetton gang. It was like one one gang member of every race under the sun was included, which is kind of funny. <laughs> Well, they knew how things would turn in 40 years. So they were like, let's get ahead of the curve. Yeah. And uh, set up, set us up good on appeal if we ever have to go that route. Yeah, exactly. I mean, if you don't think gangs are on the ESG bandwagon, then you don't know anything about modern day uh, gang warfare. They're getting all the gangs that are, they're like, look, guys, we can only rob banks that are ESG compliant. We want to be on the straight up and up. We're only buying firearms from companies that are hiring black CEOs. Um, Odie, I have a question for you because I've actually, I have a prediction. Just how female and how much of color was the head astronaut on the mission? Well, is this, that's, a, that's a very good question. So the head astronaut actually was a white male. Oh, then he gets, uh, then he gets injured. Then he uh-oh. gets injured and gets knocked out <laughs> off to the side. And his uh, uh, protege is a, a white female, ends oh. up calling the shots. But then it uh, gets a little contentious as <laughs> she gets knocked out. As he and, comes uh, <laughs> back, he comes out of his, his stupor and there's, there's arguments and, um, yeah, but it was um, yeah a lot of white people up in space, other than the one Asian. Well, but and there, no, never mind. No, there was another black guy. If we're counting was races, it, kind of. Yeah. Was this in the? Was it space in the eighties, or is it space now? Was in, the 80s, in the eighties, or maybe I even guess, earlier. Yeah. It was earlier. What is like maybe seventies? Yeah, so I guess yeah, they're, yeah. they're like they're like we got, well, guys, we gotta keep them white. I mean, come. I on. Mean, I mean, those races back then would only hire white astronauts. That it's wouldn't just, be what we would do. I would like it if they retrofitted Buzz Aldrin with just a big fat pair of tits. They're like, there you go. We're making it. Buzz Aldrin's is like, we never walked on the moon. (laughs) It's all bullshit. No, it's I'm wrong. It's the space shuttle Atlantis, 1998. Oh, what? Is that a real space shuttle? Is that real? That out the outfit he had on looked like it was like a moon man from the 60s. It didn't look like a 90s. Well, as we know with space technology. Hasn't changed at all since the no. uh, since the sixties. <laughs> exactly the, the same. Exact same. <laughs> uh, I'm surprised they were the astronaut thing, but I guess they had it. Out. I just feel like this to show this. There's uh, it's called the Expanse. I've been watching it on Amazon Prime, and it's not a bad show. It's not like you know, it's, it, it doesn't piss me off on a regular basis or anything. But it is funny because it's predictable. Every single person that's in charge of uh, of anything is always like a woman or a woman of color. It's just every single time. This is why things are always going wrong on the show. <laughs> <laughs> you can't put a woman in charge. What are they thinking? Are they always yeah. 20 minutes late for everything? Always, always late. There's always a lot of uh, random fluids leaking around the station, if you know what I mean. <laughs> they, everything, everything grinds to a halt for about a week once a month. <laughs> 
Yeah. Productivity. So, yeah. so the whole thing about the Atlantis story, though, in Quantum Leap Episode Two, is is all fake, though. Um, there was a space shuttle Atlantis, but nothing that happened in the show actually happened. So, no, it's too bad. No, you can't you can't believe anything Hollywood does anymore. <laughs> that much is that much is clear. They should just go back, and obviously, it's going to be a left-leaning show. Just go back to 2016 and stop the election. And elect Hillary Clinton. They'll get so many people to watch. They'll be so oh, happy. Totally. totally. You gotta watch the show. It's everything becomes so perfect in our world. <laughs> oh, by the way, I just remembered something goofy from the show that I was watching with Sandy and she uh she was started laughing at it. Um again, Ellen on the show was talking about something and is all fucked up, and he goes, Well, this is a real cluster cuss. Did you catch that? <laughs> no. <laughs> wow. Like it's one of those things you go, look. If you're not going to say clusterfuck, just sub in a different line, like cluster cuss. Uh, uh, you can just this, say this you? is a real cluster. I mean, can, can somebody yeah. pull up a cup of coffee and tell me about this cluster cuss? <laughs> <laughs> Would you smack someone and be like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, <no. laughs> like, look, we're all adults in this room. If you're going to say, yeah, don't, don't, don't obfuscate it with summoning some stupid word. Just say something else. Just like this is really boned, I, you know. Just it's just annoying. Uh, yeah. Any other any other thoughts on this? Otherwise, we can wrap it up uh, pretty quick. Well, thanks for making me watch. I really appreciated it. You're welcome. Why do you know? You know, one of these days you're going to find a show that you truly love, Rico. There's plenty of shows that I, I'm watching that I like. Just none that you want to do a podcast about. No, <laughs> I want to do more po- more podcasts. What the hell? Thing. That should be the title of our new podcast. You know what? I will say um, I stopped. I did not watch 90 Day Fiance this season because all of the people uh, I have seen before and just didn't want I didn't want to be involved in their world anymore. And I do yeah. feel like lighter and freer. I mean, not yeah, your watching set free. Yeah. I'm like, oh, it's so, it's so nice not having to watch these. These just utter turds. Well, those week. and that was two hours of turds. I mean, that's that's an hour too, too long. Yeah, it's way too much. Odie, are you still watching Below Deck? Have you continued? <laughs> no. no I, I would, though. I just never think to watch it. I, I did enjoy watching Below Deck. That was a, I still want to watch Snowflake show. Mountain. I forgot you were telling us about that show. Yeah, I recommend it. Did you finish it? Did any yeah. of the snowflakes make it's, it? <laughs> yeah, and they all. I mean, that's the thing about it. They all ended up, you know, learning something about themselves and turning into. Not, not halfway decent people, but functioning <laughs> human beings. Still, still <laughs> terrible. <laughs> still 1%. terrible, but a little bit better. Um, Slightly tolerable instead of just complete and I wouldn't assholes. even call them tolerable, but uh, it's, it's still a good show. <laughs> so you'd hit, them in the, you'd hit them if they were walking across the street with your car, but you wouldn't back over them to finish the job. You'd give them a fighting chance to survive. Probably. All right. Well, that's a good way to call it. All right, gentlemen. Well, thank you. Thank you all for listening to me and Age Daydream talking about Quantum Leap into Seth Rich. And, uh, of course, support us on Patreon, guys. We just did our uh, Conspiracy Corner, which has now been redubbed to Secrets, Lies, and Cover-Ups. And, by the way, I have another idea for a, a new episode. I was watching The Simpsons, and I have some conspiracy theories about The Simpsons and how it's been intentionally made shitty because it was actually more uh, undermining of the leftist worldview in the past. But I think that'd be a fun thing to talk. Did we just I had talk another- about The Simpsons recently. Was yeah. we, was that in Degenerate Gamblers? I think it was. That was. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Maybe. Could be. I had an idea. The next one I want to do is about a person, and his name is Lindsey Graham. 
All right. We could probably double it up unless you think that'll be a whole episode worth. But, oh, I, I'm sure I could find a plenty of things to talk nasty about. Let's them. do it. Excellent. But uh, not right, anytime done. soon. I can't wait to hear yeah, JB no, we'll defend it. Lindsey Graham. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> really why I picked it. So we'd have to go on record. He's like, I have to take the opposite position of everything. So Lindsey Graham, good. <laughs> He is contrarian. All right. Well, anyway, listen to that. Patreon.com forward slash Lions of Liberty and uh, Lions of Liberty dot locals dot com. Guys, get on in there. We're doing our degenerate gamblers shit talking. And of course, my good morning fuckhead rants, all that good stuff and more. All right. That's it. Thanks for listening. John Odermatt. Check out uh, Fighting Freedom every Monday. And of course, Rico, our legal counsel. Uh, you can support Rico and his legal endeavors by going to uh, www.youbadlawyer.com, which uh, was taken directly from a client complaint. <laughs> I thought it was a compliment. It is in a way. It's in the like, eye oh, <laughs> Rico thought she was coming on to him. Oh, you bad you lawyer. Bad lawyer. <laughs> you a bad mama jamma. <laughs> My world All right, is goodbye. Shaking. <laughs>